0: Hi everyone, welcome to the next instalment of the YDT Prayer Reflection. I'll give you a couple of minutes just to get settled in. And the topic of today's reflection is the cost of love. Okay, so many of you know I've been enjoying a book at the moment it's called The Boy Who's Raised as a Dog by Bruce Perry. we've been reading it as part of the Tuesday picnic and you're probably a bit bored of hearing me talk about it. But it's great. It's got some great foundational teaching in there. And one of the things he's talking about is the importance of relationships in working with young people that face trauma. But also that those relationships can sometimes be difficult. So I thought we'd start with a quote from the book. It says this, the number and quality of children's relationships is a critical determinant of their ability to be resilient. However, working with troubled children can be difficult. Many are cold, unfriendly, defiant and seem hard to like. The mirroring qualities of our brains will automatically reflect this negativity and make us want to step away. It is our job, however, to give them a positive emotion to mirror and to be positive where they cannot be. They will often need many, many positive interactions before they can reciprocate. If every staff member from cleaner to CEO makes it a point to greet at least one of the toughest kids every day, that child will ultimately have a hard time resisting feeling better. And what's been really interesting is there's been parallels between what I've been reading in this book by Bruce Perry, who, as far as I'm aware, is not a Christian And another book I've been reading by Tim Keller, who's a pastor in New York City, and he's got a book called The Reason for God. And I'll just read you this quote from him and look at the similarities between the two. He says, in the real world of relationships, it is impossible to love people with a problem or a need without in some sense sharing or even changing places with them. All real, life-changing love involves some form of this kind of exchange. It requires very little of you to love a person who's pulled together and happy. Think, however, of emotionally wounded people. There is no way to listen and love people like that and stay completely emotionally intact yourself. It may be that they feel stronger and more affirmed as you talk, but that won't happen without you being quite emotionally drained yourself. It's them or you. To bring them up emotionally, you must be willing to be drained emotionally. Let's just take a few seconds to reflect on that. And what strikes me here is the parallels between what we've been reading and the Christian message and the actions of Jesus on the cross. If we go back to Tim Keller's book, he says this, All life-changing love towards people with serious needs is a substitutional sacrifice. If you become personally involved with them, in some way their weaknesses flow towards you as your strengths flow towards them. In the Cross of Christ, John Stott writes that this substitution is at the heart of the Christian message. The essence of sin is we human beings substituting ourselves for God, while the essence of salvation is God substituting himself for us. We put ourselves where only God deserves to be, whilst God puts himself where we deserve to be. And this reminds me of two particular Bible verses. The first is Romans chapter five, verse verse eight. And it says, but God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. What a picture that is. The huge cost of love for Christ to die on a cross whilst we were still far off, whilst knowing we were still going to reject him and go our own separate ways, whilst knowing the pain that was going to be involved, still prepared to put himself on a cross for us. And the second verse is this from 1 John 4, 19. It says, this gives us the power to love. We love because he first loved us. You know, it's acknowledging that love of Christ, which really galvanises us to be able to love the least, the last and the lost let's just take a moment to think of that what's our response what does this mean for us well it's about totally flipping life on its head it's about putting God right at the centre rather than ourselves and putting his purposes first and I guess that's a commitment we make isn't it as we become Christians a commitment I made a long time ago now but about saying God you take charge you'd be right at the centre of my life and, and not me and um, but I don't think it's just about that one-off commitment it's about a regular laying down of our life as the bible puts it taking up our cross um instead of life revolving around us sometimes even using God as a means to our own end our life must revolve around God around loving him and echoing that self-sacrificial love of Jesus as portrayed most of all in his dying on the cross you know Mark eight thirty-five says For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. If we go back to Tim Keller's book, he um, puts it like this. He says, if you favour money, power and accomplishment over human relationships, you will dash yourself on the rocks of reality. When Jesus said you must lose yourself in service to find yourself, He was recounting what the Father, Son and Holy Spirit have been doing throughout eternity. You will then never get a sense of self by standing still, as it were, and making everything revolve around your needs and interests. Unless you are willing to experience the loss of options and the individual limitation that comes from being in committed relationships, you will remain out of touch with your own nature and the nature of things. You know, we must completely lose ourselves to loving God and to loving others. Inspired by God's commitment and love for us. I want to end this uh, reflection by listening to a song by Gilum and René Lau. Probably not pronounced that right, but it's called My Life Is Not My Own. Enjoy. My life
1: is not my own It belongs to you I belong to you Cause you paid the greatest price To set me free Take my hopes and dreams and all 'Cause I belong to you I belong to you